pee in my pants. I'm like, dude, I, what did I do to piss Mama K off? Uh, like, this is not the conversation. You just I run walk. over, give her a hug. <laughs> hey, how's I'm like, it going? I'm like literally like walking. Like I felt like I was on death row going to the electric oh, chair no. or something. <laughs> like, who knew I would make it this far? They hated, they never believed me. Yeah, I would never drop the ball. I know I make it look easy. Yeah. Mayweather with the defense. I don't care what a critic got to say. I got him picked another pieces. All right, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Lambo and Leroy Show. Today, we got Jim Beaver and Brittany from the Jim Beaver Show. Welcome to the show, you guys. Well, I'm stoked to be here, man. I'm st- I'm just honestly, my first question is, is when you guys launch a show, like I, we're all friends, but I'm like, how did you guys get linked up and how did this thing happen? Because I guess <laughs> we've been friends. I mean, we're going back probably what, 15, Dude, probably 15 years, years yeah. if not even okay. more um, when it was uh, attain, yeah. attain attain media. media and I'm not even sure how we got connected at the time, but we did a lot together back in the day. Like when we we're when YouTube and social media was coming out and when everyone was talking like Content's king, content's king, and you know, being like the very, very beginning, like 15 second Instagram video, stuff like that. Like, yeah, and being like uh, an exhaust. Back in the MySpace days. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, absolutely. Like, right, it was. right at the end of that, for sure. Yeah, and you know, being an exhaust company, like, we spent so much time trying to figure out how to like record our exhaust, get the sound right. I mean, different mics, different everything. That's why we yeah. reached out to Brian, like, dude, I need your help with this like, stuff. How do we do this? How do we do this? But same and, thing, it's like, same thing with you guys, it's like, the marketing aspect is like you start networking with everyone, and the industry's so tight, man. You know, yeah. and it's like we met Sean, and yeah. ever since well, then it was just. Well, it's like we, we laugh because we've got like this network of friends around the country, and some of them we see once a year, some we see six months, but it's always like we're in an area like grab dinner, drink, stay at our house, like you know, what <laughs> I mean? we got a spare bedroom. We got, <laughs> but it's just crazy. You have this like in motorsports in this industry, like we have like this amazing just family in the automotive and motorsports industry and it's, it's like so cool yeah it's like and sometimes you don't talk to somebody for a year and then you catch up it's like you brainstorm some idea and then all of a sudden you're rolling on a project and you hadn't talked to them in a year and you know they're a close friend but it's like close friends in this industry is weird they can be close and you still don't talk to them absolutely once every year, that's know? what's so funny it, it and is. that's where this came back up it was like all right let's get back into it like what's still hot right now is i do podcast 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 and i've been wanting to for, for a while like i had to set up everything to do it and uh, finally, I was like, Sean, let's do a podcast. And I actually, I was like, I want him to do one. I was like, for great for marketing for Gibson, just do a podcast. You can talk to everyone you know. And he's like, well, I want you to do it with me. I'm like, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, this is cool. We, we both finally said yes yeah, to it. Instead of it, it just being like an idea or us just talking, chatting, like, okay, what are we doing this week? And the podcast, I don't know when we could do it. And we kind of move on. We're like, yes. And we're both it's kind done. of like. At least for me, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so busy. Like, I don't know. If it's like another job now. That's like, the where did I get part, myself right? into? We all have these the great time. ideas, but actually facilitating It's so just... tough sometimes. And it's like sometimes you just got to do it. You just have to do it. Like, it's the hardest part sometimes is actually getting there, making the time, and making it happen. Yeah. And now we look forward to it. Well, and, you know, I, I'm not that old, guys, but I feel like I've been doing this for a long time. And at a certain <laughs> point, you kind of get burnt out on things, right? Kind of get burnt out on the – the repetitiveness of the industry and your day to day and and you know the shows all you know all the same things and it's actually been really um like and powerful and kind of reigniting that fire having these podcasts talking down with such awesome people and just really just bullshitting about yeah. what we love and like it's it's been really fun so we've been i mean it's 
been rad. I mean, it's it's interesting. Like in this industry, like our show changed this year after 10, 11 years. But it's like you know, it just it got to be monotonous. You know what I mean? After ten, and I hate to say that because I've had some yeah. amazing interviews, but we had to change the format of it. But it's like in this industry, you've got to find out ways to keep things fun because this industry will chew you up and spit you out. And it's like even like with us and all our traveling, it got to the point where it was like a drain. It was monotonous, and we're still doing a ton of traveling. But it was like at one point she goes. We're going to take an extra day every trip and just add it on. Good. And she goes, it's not – and we're going to go explore. We're going to adventure. We're going to do Enjoy whatever Or we just want. say yes to people sometimes. Yeah. And that's kind of how this all started is during the pandemic, nobody had a reason they weren't home, right? Like yeah. Yeah. it wasn't I'm out racing. I'm out doing this. I'm at the office. So everybody that was come out to the ranch, come out here, yeah. come to our facility, our compound. And so that literally was a year of, well, we don't have the races. We don't have the trade shows. So let's just take let's everybody up on their offers. Yeah. So now, for the people listening who don't know the show, give a quick little intro. What show are you guys speaking of that you guys well, are on? The the radio show used to be Down and Dirty, and I've had uh, a podcast with uh, with Podcast One called Project Action. So I've had two shows for that one about five six years. Down and Dirty's been eleven twelve at this point. It started in twenty eleven. So it was like OG podcast. Yeah, it? yeah it was funny. Very started. It's it was a, the podcast. Right? It was the only <laughs> off-road podcast, like the original. I don't know. even think I knew what a podcast was then. Yeah, well, that was a fun, that's why I called it a radio show because when I back yeah. then I called it a podcast and nobody wanted to sponsor a podcast because it was so new. They're like, ah, that's a, a podcast. Thing. You know, it's like, eh, we're not going to get involved in that. But you call it radio, and, and it's now like, it's the oh, opposite, yeah. right? Now yeah. we talk and everyone's like, oh, are you guys doing your your podcast thing? And we're like, well, it's a radio show on SiriusXM too. Yeah, we don't like radio anymore. No big deal. like, oh. <laughs> we're like, yeah, it's on Sirius XM, 200 AM FM networks. It's on, you know, uh, U.S. American Forces Network. And they're, we're like 177 countries, like, or wow. whatever. And, and people are like, really? And like, <laughs> we just thought it was a podcast. <laughs> but it, so it's like gone full circle, you know. Of but, course. Um, that started out just as like, uh, you know, just me doing off-road stuff. And then it steamrolled into, like, I had Ken Block as a guest. Like, I phoned in a massive favor because Ken kind of owed me. <laughs> and I, like, That's and awesome, so it was like, man. when you That's have an IOU huge. with Ken. Yeah. You're Take advantage month, of it. You're a month into a new show, and you can drop Ken Block. It was it's like massive. immediately we went from here to yeah. here. Did you film it while he was driving in a car, and <laughs> that's where it was actually happening? <laughs> so, and I, t- and yeah. I'll still to this day, like every time I've launched a show or had a rebrand or relaunch, like I'll call Ken, and Ken will come on, and it's like that guy behind the scenes has been massively supportive to everything I've done. You so know, cool. and it's like. Uh, he's an awesome friend, and I, you know, love his wife to death, and his daughter now is slaying it's it. It's so know what cool, I mean? man. But it's, like, it's cool to see. But he's been really supportive of what I've done over the years, just behind the scenes. You know, yeah. it's just just getting Ken on for an interview, you know, is is a big deal because the Absolutely. guy's got people coming out of the woodwork wanting him for everything, you know. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, and that was kind of the start of everything, and we went immediately from off road to you know covering some other stuff. We called it action motorsports, and now we're just kind of all over the grid and just do automotive and just whatever's fun, yeah, whatever's we, awesome. I mean, Antron Brown and Steve Torrance the top fuel guys and you know well shoot clay milliken and you know i'm just going down the list uh you know leah um Pruitt. <laughs> Pruitt. <Yes. laughs> you got me. Yes, Leah, Leah Stewart. Yeah, Leah Stewart. She's a good friend of mine and uh, uh, ours. And so, yeah, it's been awesome. We've had a good run, but it was like we were doing results, and it was like it was a it was a weekly show, and it was like it wasn't really evergreen. Like a lot of the interviews were tied to what happened the previous weekend. Yeah. And a lot of it was like, oh, we're getting this driver for 10 minutes, this driver for 10 minutes. She's doing three or four 10-minute interviews a show, and it was like it's like I want to do longer form stuff, yeah. but like we have the serious XM agreement, so we have to do like – like we have to fit things. So, and then all these 
dirt, dirt and dirty shows came out. I was like, it's time for a rebrand. And I was like, when you put your name on something, I feel like it has to mean something. You have to earn that. Absolutely. There's so many people that are like, oh, I'm this show or I'm this, you know, this. And I'm like, you know, to me, I felt like after 11 years. He's still years, shy about it. He's still not used to it. So people go, oh, what's the name of your show? And he's like, like uh, it's a Jim Beaver show. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, was but like, everyone knows you for it. So yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's massive, but, you know. But it was like, honestly, like in, in the IndyCar and stuff, we'd go there and people didn't refer to it as down and dirty. They were like, oh, you know, Jim Beaver's show. Yeah. You know, and they referred to it as my show. And I was like, I felt like after a decade That's of doing awesome. it, exactly. it was like, okay, I, we earned, you you know, earned I, it. I man. earned my name being on the show. Absolutely. So General Tire supported it. All of our partners supported it. So um, we did that. And, Good. Uh, yeah, so, you know, a lot of it now is we do, like, one major interview a week, and we talk to him for, you know, the first hour of the show. And then the second hour is talking about kind of current events. We've been talking a lot about the F1 race in Vegas coming up. And yeah, I can't that. wait for that. Yeah, I think everybody's insane. stoked on uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I want to book my tickets right now. Like, I want to, like, get, book my yes. rooms, everything. Uh, that seems like it's going to be an epic weekend. I, was like, I, I feel like none of us are going to be able to afford it, so we all need to get, like, a suite together. <laughs> together. Right now. Because it's going to be, yeah, exactly. it's like literally, I think we all need to throw in a couple grand a piece and we yeah. might be able to make this. Yeah, we're not exactly happen. sure what day it's going to be, so we're going to book a whole month in October and, we're and then we're going to the yeah, cancel yeah. the ones we don't need. Problem yeah. is, I think everybody's got that same idea. Already. They do. Yeah, it's already I've already planned. <laughs> 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 it's going to so, be crazy. But we have to go this year because we all know the logistics oh, I know. and the chaos that it's going to happen on shutting down the strip at that capacity it's for three days. insane. Even though they have a two-year contract, it's not going to be at the same level it is year two. It's going to be wild. I'm super pumped for it. Yeah, they're doing it on a Saturday night. Starts at 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, this is Wait, it starts at 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So in in Europe on Sunday, it'll be morning. Oh, okay. So because they don't have anyone that's picked it up. It's so hard to watch on TV here in the States unless you're recording it all the time. You can't watch it live. It's always early morning or middle of the night. I'm going to catch the few at 6 in the morning, but this week it was like at 4 in the morning. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to see that. I can do 6 a.m. The 4 a.m. ones are all I was like, her and I wanted to go to Miami this year, and we started looking at ticket prices, and we're like, yeah, we're not going to Miami. (laughs) Unreal. (laughs) Yeah, I was talking to – I was in Vegas last week, um, and I had dinner with someone, and he's actually one of the city – he's in charge of – pretty much all the events in the city. And he was saying they're repaving the strip 16 inches down for it. So the whole track is being repaved 16 inches down, which is unreal. Why? Because you have to have the perfect concrete. It has to be a certain kind of concrete for it, and it's got to be certain depth. It has to withstand certain heat from the tires, everything. And they said that it will last four years, and they have to redo it again. Because I think, well, and I think wow. with the downforce that Formula One cars put down, like yeah. it's It'll so much, move it. it's so much pressure. Makes sense. Yeah, that you know what I mean. They have to have certain standards yep. with with the you know the I guess the concrete and let alone how run. low the cars are yeah. too off the ground. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. Per- there's no you can't have imperfections. No, there's no it's imperfections like, or anything. Well, and it's even like in cities when they do that, like sewer caps. The funny yeah. thing is, there's so much downforce. They go and they weld the sewer caps. Oh down. yeah, because it'll pull. Because if a car goes over it, the sewer Shift. cap will just go straight up in the air. It's you imagine? It's like it's literally like shaking a champagne yes, bottle and popping the cork. You know, so, so it's like I'm just play, I'm just picturing the streets and oh yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ninja like Turtles flying out. Yeah, I, mean, I was just gonna say that too. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Turtles popping out. <laughs> Donatello, Raphael, yeah, right there. Some pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's going to be crazy. That's going to be a, a sick event, though. Well, so it sounds like you guys have had opportunities to do tons of awesome things, see, meet awesome yeah. people. There's got to be some highlight moments that this that has brought to you. What, what would you say are like some of your like your top last, three moments? Last couple of years, um, 
man, we've got funny stories behind the scenes. I mean, like, and that's what, like, the the second hour of our show, a lot of it's just our adventures and our travels and, you know, and things like that. I mean, like, recently, I mean, last year we went to Pastrana Land and spent a few days at Pastrana Land. So cool. We I, had I an can't imagine invite. that not being epic. Yeah, it was amazing, you know, and it's one of those. It was a bucket list for both of us, and we went and hung out That's there for so a few right. days and did a bunch of – honestly, we drove, rode pit bikes for like two days straight. Did you, you, ride, did you guys ever ride anything into the um, the foam pit? We jumped into the foam pit. They've got like – literally, they've got like a thing where you climb up. Um, they've got the big foam pit, and that was closed off. But they've got another foam pit inside that's smaller, but they've got this thing where you climb up, and there's like a uh, – you literally jump off the roof into this foam pit. But Wow. It's, did you ever ride anything into a foam pit? It's a lot more intimidating once you get there. I'm not it, I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. Sure. Like Once you see the big jump, the big everything, you start realizing that it's, like, eh. like, you still have to land in the foam. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've done foam pits before. Like when I used to BMX, I used to I learned backflips into foam pits and things like that. Wow. So I, I've done a lot of jumping into foam yeah. pits. Um, I, I haven't backflipped a, one of their 110s, which I was kind of bummed, but it, everything was closed off. You know yeah. What I mean? So, yeah. They've got a big slider on the one outside, and it's kind of actually a process to get that thing Oh, I'm sure up. it's a lot of work. To now, get is going. this his home? Used to be. So, okay. so he had a house, and then they had Pastrana Land. And the house, he actually just sold that recently. Um, I think last year he just sold the house. So they literally cut out this literally like quarter acre wow. out of the property, sold the house, and then he owns, still owns Pastrana Land, okay. which is there. But he so uh, you know the property that's there still. Yeah. I think the original house was kind of the party house and things like that. And yeah. it's like now he's got kids and you know. And the wife's like, right "We're not living in this house anymore." Yeah. I think they wanted a, <laughs> they wanted a proper you know they wanted Fair a enough. proper house you know. So it's I think they live about fifteen minutes away now. Nice. Um, but Pastrana Line's still there. They've got an apartment. Like Hubert lives there on the property most that's of cool. the time and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, there is an apartment there and like nice. they've got a bunkhouse. So like if people get too rowdy and they party a little too much, they can crash. Stay in the, the bunkhouse. Bunk yeah. As if you could sleep or it would be yeah. safe to sleep there. Like I'm I would sure be afraid not. to shut my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mess with so much. It's actually rad. So That's all unreal. the uh, all the property owners, because we went on a dirt bike ride, and I mean we did miles that day on the one tens, but because like, we were trying to figure out how much was actually yeah. his yeah, area, so. and it's his actual property. It it's big for the area. But what you see and what's out there, like, because yeah. like like five or six property owners, they all all their properties butt up together. Okay, and they all are power sports enthusiasts. No way. And so they have. That's cool. So they've got like you know between the five properties like fifty acres, and so they they wow. have a trail system that zigzags back and forth across the properties. That's so. Sick. And all the owners have signed off on it. So Everyone's it's cool with it. Everyone's cool with it. So because everybody uses each other's property. So like ri- literally in the middle of all the properties. It's out in the forest. You can't even see it. I don't even think you can access it from the main road. You have to go through one of the properties. They built a full-on supercross track out there. That's Whoa. awesome. And because so, every like, so it's rad. Like P- Pastrana and then all of the people around there, they all are power sports, dirt bike people, UTV people. So rad. They've just got some rad stuff going on there, and it's like, and I think it's one of those. All the property owners are friends, and it's like, all right, if one of us ever want to sell, the rest of us have to buy the other guy out. Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. And they're in Maryland, right? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it was cool. But that was fun. I mean, we went downtown Maryland with Street Bike Tommy and had some stories there. <laughs> Mayor oh, Tommy P. Mayor Tommy P. And uh, recently her and I were in New York City and met, uh, I think, the Irish mob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We still haven't Sounds confirmed nor denied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we have a thing for Irish bars because we always feel at home when we go to Irish bars yeah. for some odd reason. And because uh, we, so, we like to shit talk, that's yeah, why. Right? <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so, 
But we always end up after hours at Irish bars. They throw everybody out. And for some odd reason, Britt and I are welcome to stay because I think we talk enough That's shit. That's what Because we <laughs> literally <laughs> walked in. in and immediately, like, the banter back and forth between this bartender and I, it was like we knew each other for 20 years. Yeah. Right. Well, I think she asked, like, she asked a question about Crown Royal. He's like, oh, that's shit whiskey or something. You know nice. what I mean? Like, oh, he made me some god-awful <laughs> fruity drink. And I'm like, I can't do this. I don't Can I have a beer, this. please? And he's like, all right. So bars in, You're in. Yeah, bars <laughs> in NYC, like the, based on how old they are, they stay open at certain times. Yeah, so this one was open till like, yeah, this one was open till 4 a.m. Damn. So we were there till like 4 a.m. And he goes, his name was Fish. And so he goes, oh, there's another Irish bar over here, like, you know, a couple city blocks away. He goes, meet me there at 4 o'clock tomorrow. And he goes, I need to introduce you to my friend Frog. And frog. So, fish and frog. Right fish and frog. And so we end up in this place. So we that's end up legit, in this, right? No, yeah. for sure. We end up in this other bar, and it, there's Frog here. You know what I mean? We're meeting Fish and Frog, and they tell us all these stories. We'll come to find out Frog owns, like, a couple of Irish bars in Manhattan. Nice. And so, like, was, we start talking. So, anyways, these guys are hilarious. So we, we bring out our podcast equipment, drop it down in the middle of this bar no in way. Manhattan, and we just start interviewing these guys that we just met. And that's awesome. They're telling us all these crazy stories. But not stories. realizing how drunk they actually yeah, it were. Yeah, like, couldn't really use any of it, but it was awesome at the moment. So <laughs> it, it was it, – it's like 25 minutes long. You can only understand half of them. Nice. But it was – that shit crazy so we get <laughs> we get done and Britt and i are like i don't know what we're gonna do with this so i go and i start listening and i start editing and i'm like yeah eh. and she's like we just need to can it and i'm like no i'm gonna drop it in the feed and Good. i'm gonna see what happens yeah and it, it, this is literally it's nothing motorsports related nothing it's just literally her me and i don't, I don't know that there's anything legal even it, on it, on it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. so we literally <laughs> it's we, all incriminating <laughs> we, we drop yes. it in the feed and i'm like we're not posting to social yeah. i'm like we're we're not it's doing any publicity we're just gonna see what happens and i literally text the file to the two irish yeah so we wait like two weeks this thing goes like viral and nice. i think every irish person in, in manhattan listened to this show and it's Hell like yeah there's no it's the most bonkers 25 minutes you'll ever we, we listen didn't even to. sign off like yeah, it we, literally trailed off so bad we just done. stopped doing it all right so we're, I, on, we're done yeah, so we, what are you guys like, gonna so what are you gonna do about the cadillac eldorado that just follows you everywhere we got homies now no we randomly we've got a group text with these two guys and we randomly get that pictures from like concerts in new york city when are you guys coming back and things like that so good that's the best feeling though so there's fun stuff Stuff. I mean, we met. Uh, we went uh, wine tasting in uh, in Washington State after we were at Dirtfish for a couple days and yeah. had some stuff up there. And so we like carved out a day and we went wine tasting. We met a wine owner, Adam's Bench. Well, his parents own the winery. Nice. And he's their son. And like, I don't know. Like, we've. He said he wasn't. I asked him. I'm like, is there any way we can go down and take a little tour of the process? Because yeah. normally, like, there's certain wine. When you go on a wine tour or whatever, yeah. you get to go see the process. Yeah. To me, that's the cool stuff. The machinery. Absolutely. The barrels, all that. The feet stomping on the grapes. He's <laughs> 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 a little old school. I don't think they do Oh, uh, shoot. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. He does it for fun. Yeah, yeah. he does exactly. He <laughs> likes to fill it. I like to Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that whole foot thing is coming back. So. It is. Uh, for some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some. We know about your only fans. fans. He is. <laughs> toes only and toes and grapes. <laughs> I mean, toes and grapes. going to be Sean in his recliner. Hey, money is money. I would do it in a heartbeat. If, I, if it would sell, yeah. Money is money. 
Well, Maybe you, we should try it. The other day, she's like, I need to uh, – we were literally at Expo. She goes, you, she goes oh, I'm going to stay in the room. You go down there. She goes, I'm going to send out some uh, invoice. You know, we need to get some cash flow. And I was like, yeah, you better do that. Or I was like, I'm going to have to start a OnlyFans. But, like, me and the dogs, and I, like, we'll have my feet and the dog's feet oh, next yeah, to each dude. other. <laughs> like, we should like, have, like, a challenge like that. We all start our OnlyFans. And see who does best. But you have to, like, have one, like, all you're doing is, like, maybe, like, getting your hair washed or something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> It'll be like – I like Damon's whole idea. He says, I'm going to create what's called a no fans. Yeah. It's All Damon right. from Rigid. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to create a no fans and if people owe me money or they're pissing me off or they don't pay me, he goes, I'm just going to be naked like helicoptering <laughs> doing all this yeah, other and just, stuff. Just start and he's sending like, him text and I won't until stop until, yeah, until they pay me. Fair and enough. it's yeah. going to be called no fans. You get paid really quick at that point. <laughs> yeah. uh, especially Damon, they're like, please stop. Stop. Please stop. Please stop. Uh. <laughs> Speaking about Dirtfish, man, what is Dirtfish, what's, you've been with Dirtfish for a long time. I mean, what's the whole situation with Dirtfish? Almost a decade. So they're, uh, I mean, they're a rally school based yeah. in Washington. Uh, the owner, Steve Rimmer, is an amazing guy. He's uh, in the aviation industry. Cool. Um, he's, from, he's from the U.K. originally. Um, and uh, he was just, uh, growing up in the U.K., he was a massive rally fan. Everybody in the U.K. is. Um, and so he moved over here. Because well, it's freaking he rad. Goes, it is yeah, so he cool. goes, I was never good enough to be a rally driver, but now that he's made a, a substantial amount of money in the aviation industry, he started a rally school, mainly so he could just go and so drive rally drive. cars. <laughs> yeah. But he's got this amazing rally car collection. But the culture they've built there, they've done, actually, Dirtfish has probably kept uh, stage rally in the United States afloat the last five years wow. um, because they invest. Now they've literally the series, uh, you know, the American Rally Association, ARA, they, they've invested a lot of money just – um, just to keep it going and, yeah. they, and keeping rallies. And it's crazy. Rallies, it's, you know, the, you go and there's 75, 80 cars that show up. It's not like that's you got three unreal. or four. Everybody sees Pastrana and Block and yeah, Seminuk yeah. and those guys. But, yeah, the you know, the, it's just like off-road. I mean, you've got, like, the 1450s and stuff like that. Like, there's, there's uh, so many other classes, too. Yeah, there's a bunch of other classes. You know, you got, you know, you've got, like, five, six top guys, but then you've got 70 more that are just, you know, $3,000 home belt rally Dude, cars and cool stuff like Having man. more fun than probably anyone. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, Dirtfish has done a lot. They've got a media company now that produces some content. And they've got some staff writers, and you know, and it's all about kind of you know stage rally internationally. So now, like, like can that, anyone go and like sign up for this? Yeah, and that's, school. Or? That's the thing. Like, Brittany's going up. Uh, we're going up there in December. They they have women's days, so she's going to cool. go up there, and uh, I'm just going to hang out, and we'll probably do a show. Or so something everybody stays away on those days. Like, <laughs> like whoa, watch out! They they laugh because they've had literally 90 year old ladies that have never driven a stick shift come to yes. Dirtfish, and at the end of the thing, they're sliding cars around. And don't talk that about Autumn so that rad. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Autumn that used to work for you. Yeah. We took her up there to our sponsor summit, and she'd never driven a stick shift. Not that it was funny. I remember hearing she I told know, me about that. No, but I was like, that. there's no better place to, to learn. learn. And literally that by the second cool. stage, I was sitting there like falling apart wanting to punch stuff. Yeah. Because for me, it was such a humbling experience because they literally have to strip it down to the basics. And you don't realize how difficult rally actually is, especially yeah. with all-wheel drive. And he's like, I, we could have done the two-wheel drive courses. He's like, you would have had fun. But he's like, I wanted it to be a challenge and do something different. Cool, so though. he more or less set me up. We went out on the first skid pad. Me at the end of the day. Yeah. And I was like, I'm yeah. done. I'm out. And so, like, Autumn's sitting there, like, learning how to drive a stick. And then she's already, like, way up here. I'm still down here fighting. And, like, finally, I learned to, like, let go and restart from the basics. Yeah. Well, they're and race cars, too. They've probably got strong tilt and clutches. Everything yeah. is all or go. No, it's not it, like you of, slip it. You just got to None of that's the problem. It's 
I'm you're used to how you're shifting. Yeah. You're used to shifting the opposite way. You're used to turning around corners and expecting a car to be coming from the other side. And they're like, you need to go outside in. I'm not yeah. used to going around a blind corner outside in. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, it's staged, but we don't want you going off the cliff. We want you sliding in. Thumbs, you're supposed to lock in the steering wheel. You always get taught off-road thumbs yeah. out. Like, you don't want to yeah. break rip your, your thumb. Yeah, rip your so, thumb it's like all those little things, they had to completely break you yeah. down. You drive with, you you yeah. uh, shift that. with your your left, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I always still get backwards Well, you drive it. with your feet more yeah. in rally than you do yeah, you really. But it's opposite. You know, yeah. That rally, stage rally, you steer with a brake. But there's and been they a have lot the handbrakes, too, right? Yeah, but they don't even like you to use that. They like mm -hmm. you to be able they to. They want you to all do it all with the steering wheel. Like, or, or no, broken. sorry. Steering is only 20% max. The steering so wheel is just suggestive. It's all, it's all with throttle control. Accelerator and the, and the brake. But yeah, I love going up there and I go up there. What? Last year we were up there three times, I think. But nice. Um, for training, because they, they strip you down and it's like I, they've had trophy truck guys go up there and literally just cuss. Like, literally, I'm never coming back. You don't know how, whatever. And they're just frustrated because they have so many bad <laughs> just habits. That different. <laughs> No, but yeah, but you're going back. Were you one of them? <laughs> the when choker? I first started, it was. I mean, I've been going up there for almost a decade now, so I've got it, you know, quite figured out. But it's like it is humbling because trophy trucks, you you can be a very bad driver and still be fast. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, because you've got all this horsepower, all this suspension travel, all this braking. Yeah. Like you can have some really bad habits and still be hella fast in the desert. Stage rally, you can't do that. You yeah. know, and, and you've also got trees lining the yeah, sides. No and room stuff for like error. That. The precision yeah. in rally, like, is so, so crazy next yeah. level, you know. And, and that's, uh, you know, trophy truck guys, just you can be very sloppy and it doesn't really cost you You go off the course time. and run over bushes and it's fine. Yeah. You know, and it's like you, you, we see all these exciting videos that are on Instagram and stuff like that. And you look and you're like, when you break it down, it was actually just a, a mistake. It, it, was, it was a mistake. <laughs> he was being a bad driver. Bad drivers make really good videos. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> you know, but it's, yeah, you watch it. You watch Rob Mack. He's never exciting. No, and he's and not. That's, very, that's true. It's very boring. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very he's boring. Not big, yeah, but he's fast. No, it's uh, funny. You've never seen Rob Mack go viral. It's yeah. because Rob Mack is ridiculously precise. Yeah. yeah it's just smooth. Everything. Like, yeah, and I, he's the opposite of Robbie, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you do have That's guys true. like Robbie who have who figured out how to make the chaos like work for him. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle yeah. Duke's another one. Like Kyle's yeah. just he's so exuberant, and you look and you like, how what is you, Kyle Duke the fastest qualifier here? Because he's so like. Just everything's oh, like, oh, this way, like going way. backwards. Like, but they're, exactly. they're working twice as hard, right? Yeah. They're faster, but they're working twice as hard as somebody that's marginally right there. Just smooth. And smooth. Because yeah. we, we had uh, Mia, who's Red Bull athlete, yeah. she was up there with us. And she'd go and just look boring, like she was just driving down that's the so road. Fast. And like, her times were quicker than anybody else's. That's awesome, though. That's precise, man. Being precise yeah. and smooth. Yeah. But it's it's fun. It's worth it if anybody if you haven't been up there. Like it's absolutely oh. worth going. It's awesome. They got one, two, and three day classes. But I think whether you race or not, like it's just it's a good time. It feels cool home. It's yeah. so serene when you get out there, yeah. and it's just kind of the way they've they've got it isolated, and the small town cool around location. it. Like I so, feel like I'm home. So you, I mean, that obviously gives a lot of people opportunities to get into a rally car, do something you know different they haven't done. But you were also doing stuff like that back in you know a few years ago with some celebrities, and you had like a celebrity yeah. car where you had you know people you would not expect racing an off-road car like at the Parker Enduro or Parker or or Vegas uh, Reno. Well, that that, <laughs> that uh, you want the truth of that whole program? That was funny. So that's when uh, when I was with Polaris and Craig Scanlon and Jason DeFuture were there, and. Uh, 
um, I kept going and I, I already had a contract with players at the time it was for radio and I was like an ambassador, you know, yeah. I was doing influencer stuff and I kept going, Hey, I, you know, trophy truck, I'm getting priced out. I want to race a UTV. I want to race a UTV. And I kept yeah. going to Scanlon and Diffusion. Like, Hey, I want to race a UTV. And they're like, we've got plenty of racers. And they did, you know, like yeah. I, I, they yeah. were completely right. They're like, you got to come with something better. Come with something better. If you want to race, you got to come with something better. Like, give Offer us something different. So I, I was like, yeah, I was like, well, I've got this radio show. And we interview celebrities all the time. I'm like, all right. So I go to them. I was like, we need a meeting in Minnesota. They're like, all right. So I come back and they're like, sit down in Craig's office, and we're all sitting there. And they're like, what do you got? I was like, Razor Star Car. Look at me like, all right. Well, so tell us about this. I'm like, all right. So we're gonna build a race car, and yeah. I couldn't afford to build a race car at the time. And I was like, so we're gonna build a race car and. And Polaris is going to pay for this race car. And I was like, but what we're going to do is, is we're going to get all these celebrities to come and race with me. So half the race will be them, half That's the race awesome. will be me. And I was like, but even better, I was like, we need women. And I was like, Jolene Van Vute's my, like one of my best friends. I'm yeah. like, so Jolene and I will be every single race in there, and then we'll get a different celebrity. And they all looked, and I'm like, and we're going to film it, and we're going to do all this, and it'll be great, and we'll get all these celebrities and razors. That's and awesome. Like, I see them both light up. They're like, this is genius. Yes, yeah. let's do it. So <laughs> Got it. that was how I got my first razor race car because I couldn't afford one, but we yeah. got players to build it. <laughs> That is cool, man. <laughs> but, no, it was amazing. We had Tanner Faust come in. Um, and I look at the people that are still now in side-by-sides because of it. Tanner, that was the first time he was ever in a side-by-side. Yeah. Tanner now is an ambassador for Polaris. Yeah. Jolene had kind of tabled in, and now she's involved. Um, Dax Shepard, we yeah. had Dax That's in the awesome. car with us at one point. Pastrana came in. That was a freaking riot having Trav <laughs> in the car. Rad. Did you like Bucky Lassick? I mean, who else did you have? He um, I've, uh, Bucky and our friends, he he was one that we wanted to get in, and yeah. we just never were able to set it up. We had uh, Antron Brown and Steve Torrance, the top fuel drivers. Nice. Wow. Uh, they came in. Um, just trying to think. We did one media ride where we got uh, people from ESPN and a bunch of other uh, television networks. They came in and rode with That's us, uh, you know, and did stories. Uh, I mean, I, I remember one, one of the highlights was like, I mean, we had, you know, obviously with Pastrana, we had uh, uh, Car Throttle come over from the UK and did this whole thing. Um, when we had uh, Antron and Steve Torrance, NHRA actually brought their film crew from Fox. Nice, man. And they did a thing. And then literally I'm watching Sunday. Like we had the race Saturday uh, at the Mint. And Sunday, NHRA, they're airing like – or the next Sunday because it was in Vegas or something. They're literally airing like this five-minute clip That's right. on these guys on Fox. And I'm like, it was it was an awesome that program really for the rad, years. Yeah. It was surreal. It was – Yeah. So I'm not sure if you can answer this or not, but who was the best out of the box? Who was the best driver? Yeah. Uh, and that may not be the person who had the best finish. But who would you say just took to that Jump racing right in and went. the best? Obviously, Trav's Trav. Trav can drive anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tanner can drive anything. Um, who was the most surprising? How did Antron do? I mean, those guys go no, I would for say, three seconds, I, I mean, think, usually. I think the biggest surprise, let's put the, uh, the hardest, it, it's hard to say who is the best. Yeah. Because we even, like, a year later during pandemic, we had we did our own star car even after the thing, and we got Steve Arpin. He used to drive nice. NASCAR. Yep. Arpin came out, and he was phenomenal. But I think the biggest surprise was probably – Antron and Steve. That's cool. Um, you know, Steve, who he he just drives straight line. Antron has his motocross background. People don't ri- realize like Antron. Yeah. Realize that. Antron yes. No, so Antron still this day. Him and uh, him and Bubba Stewart and uh, Malcolm Stewart are like yeah. best friends. Really? And so like Antron goes cool and, and they've got their own track. Stewart's got his own track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antron literally a couple times a month goes and rides dirt bikes with Bubba Stewart. What a See, cool I thought deal, like sponsors man. of like Antron and stuff would be like, no, you cannot go ride dirt bikes. Yeah, I don't bikes. know that we You're going to be in this top fuel car. <laughs> it's off, in off season. I mean, no, he owns his own team now, so Antron's his own boss. Yeah, so sure, he's his own boss. Yeah. yeah, he's good now. Yeah, he's good he's now. He's not going to get in trouble. But Antron, like that guy, um, it's actually pretty amazing. 
how talented he is, you know, and I think a lot of it goes back to his motocross background because he did that and then he transitioned into pro stock bike and now top yeah. fuel and all yeah. that. But people don't realize like his background is in the dirt on a dirt bike. He's an amazing dude too. He's yeah. a really cool dude yeah. and he's very good at his marketing, his sponsorships, everything. He's so good at that he's stuff. He's just authentic. He's authentic. Yeah. He's so real. You meet real. him one time and yeah. like it, it's one of those things you'll run into him a year later. Yep. And it was just like, Brittany, how are you? How are things going? It's so and, cool. But he's not That's just rad. putting on a face. Like, no, he really real. is so excited he's to see so you. He's so real. And one of my f- coolest stories talk about marketing. I'm like, this guy, like, he knows his marketing, knows how to represent sponsors. It's like he's been with Matco forever, right? So, you know, he'll tell the story. He goes, yeah. He goes, I, I didn't know a whole lot about, you know, Matco tools, stuff like that. I got that sponsorship. And he goes, first request was I want to go. He goes, when somebody takes out a franchisee, you know, gets a truck, what do they have to go through? And he, they go, well, they go to training for a week and stuff like that. And Antron goes, I want to go to Matco school. They're like, why? And he goes, I want to be put through the same thing that a new guy buying a truck has. That's cool. So Antron went to Matco school for a week to learn how to sell and learn all about the product and he goes so that way when somebody asks me about the tools or whatever he goes i have the same tools you know yeah is somebody that you know runs a truck so i can answer the questions he goes it's not fake and i'm like that's a guy that legitimately knows how to be you know that's rad authentic though that's that's exactly that so real yeah. Is if he's representing or or he's got a sponsor, like yeah. he 100% is using that same stuff at home. Yes. I'm curious. I wonder what – a question for him would be, what is more wild, riding one of the, the pro stock bikes or a top fuel car? Ooh. I can't I can imagine – I mean, the it's bikes unreal. are just insane, like what they're doing now. And like on, in the car, you're inside. On the bike, you're holding on on top. Yeah. Like it's unreal. I'm sure well, it's a completely different feeling. But no, we sure. did ask him. I, I point like asked him about a year or so ago, like pro stock bike. I was like, would you ever want to go back and do it? And he goes, oh, hell yeah. And I thought it was going to be a hell no. Yeah. yeah. And he literally said, he goes, before I retire, he goes, I want to do one more race like on a pro stock bike. Like come Sick. out of retirement and do it just, just to awesome. do it. You know what I mean? Because he's like, no, he goes, it's a well. completely different feel. And that I don't is know. Rad. Drag racing's crazy because it's actually her and I were watching it the other day in the hotel room. And it's like, it's boring as hell to watch on TV. Yeah, but but it's like when you get when you're actually there and stuff like that, or you watch the car feeling like, you get. Oh, oh when dude. you cry. Yeah, it's your like, eyes are melting. You get that hit, but that, your but you watch the in car, and these guys for three seconds literally are just steering the shit out of the uh-huh. car, and it's like you're watching, and they're like they're going lock to lock, and to they keep don't that thing. they have this much steering too, like all those yeah. front tires well, are this much steering. When they're you're like, ever like in Pomona, and you ever are like in a suite behind them taking off, yeah. You, when you're on the side, it looks like they're just straight as an arrow. Oh, and no, when you're behind them, they're they're driving that thing at 300 miles an hour. Oh, their their the reaction track. time is just out of control. But it's yes. nuts. It was funny, though, because I told him, I'm like, these guys are going to be so bored, right, on a different pace because the level they're used to, and we're putting them in a UTV. Yeah. I'm like, it'll be fun for them. It'll it's be a the, novelty. Like, I wasn't expecting. And these two were, like, giggling school kids the awesome. whole time. It's so They'd fun. get out of the car, and they're like, we had so much fun. This is so <laughs> awesome. And I'm like, really? Like, the adrenaline you're they used to. It. Like, this. And they're like, it's a we, different kind we of get adrenaline. to go for three seconds. They're yeah. like, we got to ride for 30 minutes yeah. straight. Yeah, that was there. It was like, insane. We, we did more at the Mint 400 than we've done in our whole career. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> it's literally, they yeah. said that. They're like, we've done more time in a race car at the Mint than cool. we did in our own careers. Yeah, but wow. One race. Yeah, it was funny after that. So we go out to uh, – it was one of the NHRA events after, after that. And uh, Steve Torrance's mom, her name's Mama Kay. And, uh, you know, she's, quote, the owner of their top fuel team and stuff. And yeah. They have one of the biggest contracting companies in Texas. And she's 
every bit the Texas woman that you would think. You know what I mean? You see a movie like she is that That's person. rad. And she's, she's an absolute sweetheart. But, like, people you, – you just don't screw with Mama K. People know that. Like, <laughs> she – you don't screw boss. with her. She, she's a yeah. boss lady. Texas you know when everybody lady. stands yeah. up straight and makes room yeah. and you're like, oh, Mama K's coming. Yeah. yeah. And legitimately, you screwed with her. She'd probably pull a revolver out of her bra and, like – you know, like what? You know, like you know, she's say it again. Yeah, she, you don't screw with Mama K, and it, like she commands respect, and yeah. she's one of the nicest women you'll ever meet. So I go, I show up to the first NHRA race after this, and they invited me out and stuff like that. And like the whole team's like, "Hey, Jimmy, this and that," and hugs, high fives, and like Mama K's back in hospitality. Yeah, and she looks, and she just she looks, and she as I walk in, and she looks, she goes, "Mr. Beaver," she points at me, she gets the finger, and goes like that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Literally everybody on the team, Steve, everybody's just like faces drop. Like, oh shit, what did you uh, happen? Do? I'm like, I literally, I'm peeing my pants. I'm like, dude, I, what did I do to piss Mama K off? Uh, like, this is not the conversation. You just I run want. over, give her a hug. <laughs> hey, how's like, it going? I'm like, literally, like walking. Like, I felt like I was on death row going to the electric oh, chair no. or something. <laughs> like, literally, I'm like, I'm like walking over there and I sit down or I like walk up the table and she goes, sit. <laughs> I sit like, oh. and I'm like and like literally the entire team it's crickets she's gonna bring the paddle out and, just <laughs> <laughs> and she, I'm sitting there and I'm looking and she goes we have to have a talk I'm like you took my boy Steve and you did this off-road thing she goes that's a problem she goes look around look around and she goes all of this this is very expensive and she goes all my boy Steve can talk about now is off-roading she goes we don't need another hobby. <laughs> and I look at her and she goes, she goes, she goes, he had a blast and she broke that character cool, and everybody yeah. started laughing and she's like, no, he had a blast. Thank you for having him out. That's, That's all he cool. could talk about. But it was like literally she put on the show, like, like and everybody oh, on the team, shit. nobody knew what was coming. I was like, like, and then she sorry. went like this and everybody got quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was literally like, no, and the woman, I love her to death. She, even to this day, like Britt and I were in the bar the other day and they have Stoli Elite and it's like, it's like $90 bottle of vodka yeah. and that's Mama K vodka. That's all she'll drink. So anytime nice. we're anywhere, we text them like, hey, Mama K vodka. We got your vodka. Yeah. Cause you don't see it very often in bars and things well, like Steve's that. Got his whiskey bar yeah. in his house, nice. and it's all whiskey. Yeah, and there's just one one bottle, bottle. and what? there's like six of them in a row. And he's like, "Nope, we have to keep it stocked just for, for sure. when she comes over." That's only fair. It's <laughs> wow. only fair. So, uh, real quick too, I, I know we're probably getting close on no, time, right? Oh, we're good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I want to hear about your guys' background. Like, who are you guys? Where'd you guys come from? I, I mean, I, I will give mine. And then well, this. let's see. There yeah, was yeah. a there was a mom and a dad. Yeah. Well, okay, perfect. Yeah. And how so, so next? Let's go Where to go from there? Yeah. So, Jim, your your grandpa was hydroboat racer. Yeah, he was. He's in the boat racing hall of fame. Yeah, he was a hydroplane racer. Um, he's still got world records to this day, Sick. which um, I think is one of the. I, mean, I love boat racing, and too. that is one of the probably the especially baddest yeah. boat Same. racing forms there is. Um, so yeah, he he raced uh, free years i mean one of the most accomplished boat racers of all time my dad was actually training to be a boat racer and my grandpa had kind of aged out of boat racing at that time and my dad was training and my grandpa had other boat drivers and boat racing is dude it's it's so dangerous yeah. even to uh-huh. this day it's dangerous they oh, made yes. auto racing safer boat racing has not got safe. Yeah. I, it has got safer, well they got better life jackets and now they wear better yeah. helmets you mix in water but um they it's were in a race sketchy, and one of my yeah. grandpa's boat drivers um ended up crashing and dying and oh, uh oh he just God. walked up and looked at my dad and said you know what i mean he he actually go he, he goes we're we're out of boat racing he goes 
I'm sorry, you're not doing this. Like, he just didn't want to risk it. He'd seen wow. too many friends die, and, you know, and then he had one of his drivers die. And then he just looked at my dad, and he's like, you're not doing this. So <laughs> like, I can't deal with you dying. Literally, this is like the infancy off-road early 70s, and my dad uh, – so my dad, he uh, he was in college, and uh, some guy, the Parker 400 was going on, and had some truck, and he drove it cross country from like Oklahoma to Parker, did the race, and the the third member blew up. So the guy literally was like, he has it towed to the dealership on the Monday after the Parker 400, and told my grandpa, he goes, hey, I, I'm supposed to drive this back home, and you know, and he, this is his race truck, and he's supposed to drive this back home, but he goes, doesn't have a third member, and he goes, can you fix it? And he goes, I'll fly in next month, and he goes, I'll, uh, he goes, I'll fly in next month, and he goes, I'll, I'll, I'll pay the bill then, and he goes, I'll drive it back. My grandpa goes, oh, fair enough, you know what I mean? Guy left, whatever. My grandpa tries to call, call him, whatever. Year goes by, truck's sitting there fixed, and. Um, guy can't get a hold of guy, can't anything. So he calls my dad and he goes, Hey, he goes, you know, my dad was in MAU <laughs> and Flagstaff. He goes, I got a truck for you to race in the Parker 400. And it was been Sweet. sitting at the Ford dealership for a year. So oh my they entered it. My dad didn't know what he was doing. And I think they broke down like first lap or something yeah. like that. But that was like how my family got started into off road. Nice. It was like a two, three year window between boat racing and off road. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And that's how, and you know, and so I grew up around it in the eighties and, you know, and things like that. And then when I turned like 18, I started racing and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the hey, you were born and raised in Parker. Yeah. How uh, awesome is that too? Yeah. I mean, Parker's come, that whole area is from the eighties to where oh, it's, it's at so now, now. Like yeah. it's boating, awesome, off-roading, everything. It's like Havasu, like Parker and Havasu are phenomenal. If you're a power sports or an outdoors person, please. yeah. Off-roading and boating and jet skiing and water. It's like, it's so awesome. Yeah. You know I can't imagine place. being a kid growing up out there, just having the desert be your background or your back your backyard. Oh like That was me. Like, I was on, you know, quads and dirt bikes from the time, you know, first time I can remember, like, you know, four or five years old. Yeah, you know, whole Things life. like that. You know, pre-running with dad and stuff like that. So I've been around it forever. But, yeah, that's how that all got kind of got started. And then I got to a point where I went to Ford school and things like that, and it just wasn't for me. And started a little podcast online, and then it, kind of blew up into what her and I have a, now. A little radio show. A little radio, radio show, show that turned into a company with TV assets and consulting agreements and, you That's know, awesome. and everything else we're doing. And Esports franchise. Like, we have yeah. our own esports franchise. Yeah, we franchise. got a contract with NASCAR, Unreal. which I never would have thought, you know, yeah. and things like that. So... Um, that's kind of my background, but my dad, you know, it's just my dad and grandpa being around off road and stuff like that, you know, just kind of how I got involved and just in being it. a, being passionate about it. Yeah. And just funny because she grew up around off road her entire life too, you know, with her dad racing and stuff like that. Literally so. my entire life. So really? I was born and my dad was like, cool, I'm going to go race now and I've got a trophy to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> so he used to race district 37 and then he kind of hit that level where he was borderline pro and had me at home and. To reach that next level, he's sitting there talking to guys like, you know, I'm here. I'm fast as I can be. And you guys are just a little bit faster. Like, how are you reaching that next level? And he's like, well, in order to go faster than than we are, than you are now in the dust, you got to watch the helmet of the guy in front of you and watch him. And if he goes down, wow. you know, there's something bad out there. And that was kind of what it took to to go pro because he was yeah. at that point. And he did that. And then his business, uh, he worked for B&T Industrial as an outside salesperson. Yeah. And he was running up and down the street one day and somebody else that was running District 37 had his bike out. They start talking and he worked for Boeing, I believe, as an engineer. And he had a little CNC shop in his backyard so he could just fab up stuff. Right. So they started What's making. What's District 37? Uh, so all the original like desert races, like the Heron Hounds. Uh, okay. where they series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's still uh, around. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. So they'll do like, there's what? 
Checkers was part of it. Badgers was part of it. Right. All the all those desert moto clubs. Yeah. Where you see all the pink ribbons in the middle of the desert. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so I've been out there literally since I think three months old. My dad started taking me out to the races. Nice. Um, so we, that's how it was. And then anyway, so my dad met what was his business partner just by going down the street and seeing the bike. They were talking and they just started making parts together. Then wow. he started a, a kind of an ISO job shop medical. So they had 25 CNC machines at one point. Wow. Just 25. Just, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> so no they, deal. they started having this, making these parts, and then also making these little RC car parts on the side, which you guys might now hopefully know is uh, hardcore racing components. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Which was in every hobby yeah. town. That's every awesome. When the T-Maxes and E-Maxes came out, they made all the crazy yeah. built parts no for them. No way. Yeah. Yeah. All the aluminum, titanium, all those theme trucks. Which is so crazy because the parts are so yes. small too, like so technical. So that's how we started. It, this does go full circle. Uh, but yeah, so it, it was just crazy. Like I've. I was sitting there at 12, 13, just dipping and anodizing parts nice. and doing hardware. And we were talking about the first off-road expo. And wow. he's like, I remember going to the first off-road expo. I'm like, me too. I'm like, you know, the big ring at the Fairplex, the big wood ring outside yeah. and that track. We built that track. Traxxas and all those guys weren't, they weren't doing that stuff at the time. Wow. We were like, hey, we have this idea. And they're like, no, we're, we're good with what we're doing. So we built that track and we that's it was awesome. like 300 RC cars we brought to that show and and did all that. And so the joke now on selling shirts, like I was brought in to sell shirts. Yeah. And somehow I started selling RC car parts and everything That's else. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, so so wow. we're doing that. And then when the Rhino first came out, my dad walked into a dealership, saw one. was like, need it. Yeah. We go out to Red Mountain. We're running around. And of course, they tipped it like. Everybody, Everybody did. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> and so here's point two you guys will remember is uh, then they started making those little quarter panel doors, yep. those little kick doors uh-huh. with the swoosh in yep. it. Yep. Yeah. And they so, were giving them out because there was a recall because everyone was breaking their feet. Yeah, but before the recall, they took two years. So in those two oh years, we sold thousands and thousands of pallets of those doors. I, I had them. Everyone had them. Yeah. It was yeah. the simplest little thing. Yeah. Just to keep your, just yeah. Kick, keep your feet in. To keep wow. objects inside. We couldn't <laughs> say <Objects>. feet. <laughs> it wasn't for your legs. It was feet. just objects. But yeah, so we started doing that. And then because they had all the stuff there and the RC market was so big, they yeah. were still running that and just making a couple aluminum pieces, dash trims, wow. exhaust tips, okay. things like that. And then they started getting into the rhino spindles because everybody started. We all broke them. Everybody did long travel. We didn't do long travel. We were just building the spindles. Yeah. Because our guy with the aerospace background, and that's where he was like, well, if you take the laser slot and tab and we do this and we box it instead of making it billet, it'll last longer. So he took his aerospace side. They started making those spindles. And then as the uh, the RC market about 2007, 2008 started dying, all of our stuff started getting copied in China, oh, yeah. my dad looks and goes, I'm tired of getting copied. I'm tired of all this stuff. He goes, I'm going to build something so over the top that if anybody's going to get copied, it's going to be our competition over us. Cool. So that's awesome. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a great way of looking at it too. Like it's gonna be way too expensive for them to even try to copy yeah. it. And it was, it was what we did didn't make sense. It was so overbuilt and so <laughs> over the top. And I mean, fortunately, that's how we built our reputation. So yeah. I literally was working at HCR, and the whole way it went from hardcore racing components to HCR was the SKU. So on all of our oh. barcodes, it was an HCR dash whatever. Yeah. And so everybody just started referring to us as HCR. HCR. 
Nice. So it still has the so crest. That's how that works. Yeah. But our, our old logo was green and purple with flames in the background. Wow. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> and and then now it's it was just that red and black yeah, with the, the three HCR, letterings. Yeah. That's yep. rad. So, it, yeah, it's just pretty funny how, how you go from, you know, we went from small to big and everybody else now is going from big to small. Big small, yeah. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, so I did all that. Worked there, like I said, from shipping department parts, you Lived know, helping literally since I was 12, I think, is is when that switched over. Wow. <laughs> so it, awesome. when we sold the company, I had actually been with HCR longer than I hadn't in, in my lifetime at that point. That's cool. So that really was cool a weird deal. deal. But yeah, so we sold and I then. Mean, that's that's me with, with Gibson. But right? Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. You know yeah. how that goes. Still. Oh, you're just the, you know, the, yeah. the family. You're just part of it. You're uh-huh. there by default. And they don't realize how involved you actually are yeah. and, and what all you do. But I love it. It's all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just the industry as a whole, right? Nobody mm-hmm. ever leaves. I'm like, don't piss anybody off because you don't know where they're going to end up next. It's so tight. Well, and that's what's awesome about, I guess, our industry and everything is it's really driven from a place of passion and just being there. We, we none of us had a choice, oh, right? Yeah. But we could make a lot more money there. doing pretty much anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is damn for. I do have a funny story true. about Gibson because I know you know obviously it's family-owned business things like that. Yeah. Your, your sister cracked yes, me up. This I is love one of my this. favorite stories ever in the industry. Oh no, I'm, so I'm everyone's scared. got a Gibson story. I'm no, scared. <laughs> no, this is actually good, but it, it shows you how business savvy she is and things like that. So I roll up to SEMA and you know they got all these posters. I'm supposed to do a signing. Yeah. So I roll up to I roll up to SEMA. You know what I mean? And I walk in and you know and here's Summer in like the miniskirt or whatever, and she's the booth model. Yeah. And I'm looking and I'm like. This is crazy. I'm like, Summer, why are you doing this? You know what I mean? <laughs> because like, we're uh, too cheap to hire. No, no <laughs> hire legitimately, no. She goes, so we're sitting there, and, uh, you know, and she goes, no. She goes, she goes, she goes, watch this. You know, and this guy walks up and this and that. And he goes, ah, oh, you know, keep in mind, Summer's literally the check signer, right? <laughs> so yeah. my, my athlete she check is. comes from Summer. Yep. <laughs> so I'm laughing. So everybody walks up, and they, they just pass her off as a booth model. They're like, Oh, I need to talk to somebody about sponsorship or this and that. Yeah. I need to talk to somebody, you know, that, that, that's in power or whatever. And Summer's just looking and I'm laughing because here's the check yeah, sign. Of course, she yep. goes, oh, you need to talk to my brother, Sean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, no, she doesn't uh, say yeah. my brother. She just says, talk oh, Sean. You, you need to talk to Sean. And she just goes, she goes, see, I don't have to deal with these people. She goes, I <laughs> just get to smile. But she <laughs> goes, way she goes, the truth behind it is, she goes, this is also saving us a few hundred dollars a day. And she goes, Heck yeah. and I just get to pass all these guys off to my brother and I have to deal with them. And I'm like, Perfect. I'm like, yeah. your sister is genius. I'm saving the company money and giving you all the headaches. But well, you no. also get we insight <laughs> too because you get to see how it's people true, treat you when yeah. they don't yeah. think uh, that you're she, anybody. She did yeah. say that. She goes, so yeah, people come up and if they're a jerk to me and don't realize that I yeah. who I am, you know what I mean? She goes, I can later on circle back my brother. We don't want to do it. Nice, exactly. you know, like, exactly. He's nice to you, but he's a jerk to me. You know? Yeah. It was just, it was actually really funny, but I went, it's like people who didn't know just, oh, she's just some Booth model, model that we uh-huh. signed for a couple hundred bucks a day or well, something. Well, that's what we always would do. Like, okay, so we're going to save a few hundred bucks here for you doing this, but then we can go have a nice dinner at yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're like Denny's or something on the corner. Denny's. <laughs> I was just laughing because like, I need to talk to somebody in power. Little do they know the check signer. Yeah, just right, right there. there. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know I, I would have to do the opposite <laughs> because I was so young, even though I was educated, yeah. and I knew more than pretty much anybody at the company. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter because I was some 18-year-old standing in a booth. No one trusted. Nobody took me seriously. So I had to hire a stunt cock. So whenever (laughs) I went to the races and contingency, I had to have a a dude in the booth. Yeah. And instead of like fighting it and getting frustrated and being like, I'm important, you know, like you see I can answer your questions. Yeah. It just never, 
I learned how to make jokes out of it as I got older. For sure. Answer the tech line and yeah. I'd be like, all right, 20 bucks. You know, I bet you I can answer it. If not, I'll go find somebody. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And they'd be cool. But yeah, so I literally had to be like, hey, come out to the races. I'll pay for your hotel, pay for whatever. Just chill. Just be a booth model, right? Yep. A stunt cock. And I'm like, that That's way when funny. somebody shows up, they ask you a question. I can give the answer and start that dialogue. Because if I was like, hey, you have any questions? Gone. That's insane. Well, and, you know, the re respect is earned in this industry. You can't demand it. If you demand it, you yeah, get pushed get out. Yeah. And, you, and you really just earn it. And, and you really – it's not hard to earn respect. It just comes from hard work, being real, being original, yep. and just being yourself. And whatever that may be. Yeah. But it's like you were talking earlier how it's like you have your off-road family and you go. You don't see people for six months or yeah. so around – and kind of is like that with every aspect of our lives, right? Like you have your Parker family, you have your Southern California family. Yeah. I mean, you have your your desert family. Like it's it's all tied just from relationships, friends, family. I guess that's why we enjoy it because it we could be. I mean, like you said, we could be doing a lot of other things and probably make more money. But we all like to have it fun. Though, make, at the end of the day, yeah. we, it, I, I we have it in common because we all love to have fun. Yeah, well, it's like us. I mean, you and I are yeah. one of my closest friends, and we've been friends for over a decade. But I laugh because it's like, how, how long have we been trying to schedule a Havasu trip <laughs> with Britt and I and you and Ginger and Lenny <laughs> yeah, and everybody? Yeah, like, we feel like we're always out there, but yet we can never <laughs> make never it linked work. Up I'm yeah. like, literally, we've been trying for at least two years now to schedule this Havasu. It's one of those, I don't need to talk to Sean for three or four months, but if no. I text him or something, it's like, bing. Hey, yeah, dude, what's, hey what's going like, on, dude? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I drive by him probably five times a year going to <laughs> Go Havasu, and we can never seem I to know. make it work. And Well, it's too hard. I mean, we all have busy schedules too, right? It's like, That's what's tough. I'm busy till probably the end of the year. I don't know if I have a free weekend. Like, yeah. I can't, you know, we were talking today, like, you know, our ideas of a low-key weekend is just not packing a bag. Like we're still that busy, we're still running around doing things, but like but we just need to pack a bag, sleeping in your own bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot what that's, that's like. like. Oh, it's like the <laughs> yeah. amount of projects we've got at Cedar City right now. Are just well, like, that's the problem oh. because I, I'm yeah. my own house husband and my own housewife and and the dog mom and everything else. So it's like when I do get time. home for a day or two, it's like everything's got to just be. I got a day or two, so I got to unpack to repack yep. to. Get all the old food out of the fridge and make sure the dogs are good. And, Sounds and like you need some more gym in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we want to change that for the world. That's the thing. We, we complain about no. this stuff all the time, but we absolutely love it. If this you thing. sit at we home for three days, oh, are you not God. stir crazy? No. Two days, a day. Three hours. I'm sitting yeah. like, okay, I'm bored. <laughs> i got to go do something. No, it is weird. It's, yeah, it's, we we love and we hate the travel and all that at yes. the same time. But it's like, yeah, if we're somewhere for a month at home, it's like, it gets weird, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like her and I, you know, at this point, like if we're apart for a week. It's, it's weird. You know, if I'm in Parker and she's in Cedar, I'm like, oh, I got to get up to Cedar. I got to, whatever. Yeah. It's just weird. You know, it's just like. Well, it's all like that type two kind of fun. Like, okay, yep. you know, leading up to this, <laughs> the sand show, it's so much work. I hate it. I've done <laughs> it forever. It's 20 plus years. Same thing over and over again. I'm tired. I'm miserable. And now I'm sitting here going, man, you know, that was fun. You know, yep. That was awesome. Got, saw all these cool That's people, saw a bunch of stuff, everything. Yeah. Like, that was actually a lot of fun. I hated the moment. But it was, it's, it was you a look great back. show. And so, yeah, and I got that same feeling now leading up to SEMA. Going, ugh, SEMA. I, I do laugh at Her and I run into him in the hall on Sunday, and he's like, yeah, he goes, we had a day off. And I'm like, you had a day off, and you go to offer it. Of course. Because <laughs> my <laughs> wife made the mistake of asking me what I wanted to do oh, today. She gave him the choice. <laughs> I did. I'm like, I want to go walk a show I'm not working at. Like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, so yeah, drink a beer and watch show. Yeah. We're gluttons for punishment. We do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves, but we love it, man. It is. 
is. That's her and I are like, we'll have a free weekend. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then somebody will pop up like, oh, you want to come to this event? Or you want to come hang out here? And her like, oh. Uh, today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Today, yeah, exactly. like literally <laughs> today, he's like, we finally get to sleep in. This is the fir- you know, first time forever. We'll have a relaxed day in between because we're go, go, go again for the next month. <laughs> yeah. And then we're sitting there talking to you and we're I'm like, like hey. tomorrow. <laughs> so like literally. We were in That's town yesterday. Thing. We got the car out of the booth, yeah. drove down to Hollywood because we're staying in Hollywood right so now. We're going, nice. We're going we, to Whiskey Go tonight. Hell yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And then so we had like a low-key dinner plan. He's like, we're going to sleep in. We've got this going on because we've got to be in uh, in L.A. for the, the, the Super Motocross deal tomorrow. Deal. Oh, yeah. the rat. That's going to be nice. Yeah. So then – but I'm laughing because – He's like, yeah, let's do it tomorrow. And we're like, sweet. So we literally left the show <laughs> oh yesterday. Oh, my drive to Come Hollywood. Back here. Drove to Hollywood. Oh, and then drove back this morning, <laughs> right, to see control. you guys. Right. And then we're going to turn around and drive right well, back. Let's be real. We all woke up this morning going, fuck. Why, why did we do this? It's at 10 o'clock today. Because <laughs> I, I didn't want to sit in 5 o'clock traffic the whole way back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. That would have sucked for Why did we say yes? That was selfish. No, I'm glad you guys did that because I was. It actually worked better for me. Sometimes it's better just to rip the Band-Aid off. And get it done. Yeah. Absolutely. Get it done. And you really enjoy it. I mean, it's so cool to see each other and. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Like, shit. Well, it's like you and I, we've talked about doing a project together for I don't Dude, know for how long years, at this point. You man. know what I mean? So it's like. That dated back to the beginning I was working with Gibson, with Sean, yeah. man, back forever ago. Oh, like, uh, it's one of those where it's like we just need to figure out the. Pro- and her and I got enough stuff going on here. Like, in yeah, how many airport conversations yeah. have we had in passing? That's like, how it goes. <laughs> you always each other at the airport, going to this project. It's, it's funny because we saw at the airport going to Crandon. And I didn't see the rest of the weekend because we're so damn busy yep. doing what we're doing. It's just – it's crazy. Yeah. It's there's a, there's events where he and I will show up and we both have our, our separate roles yeah. at yeah. the event. We don't see each other for two days. Yeah. And then we're like, don't stop. See you at night or something. <sighs> yeah, like see you at night. Yeah. See you at know, night. it's literally – it's that way, but it's That's so funny. wild. So um, what are you looking forward to? You guys have a new sponsor that came on board, right? Uh, yeah, we uh, made a big switch to Kawasaki this year. It's been – phenomenal Um, awesome it's been uh just it's been amazing they've treated us so well and we've got uh got a new krx build uh, that we're doing i got a couple dirt bikes jet skis in the garage now but uh what a a rad company to do because they have everything we're we're home man i mean because we already do everything everything. we already do it and the pool it's like what do you guys want what do you need if so let us know and like just having that welcoming and and everybody that works there are all enthusiasts they've all been there for decades and so they're like yeah we want to go camping with you and riding with you and come out and do this so it's it's Who would have thought stand-ups would come back with such a huge hit? I like, never let them die. My, I'm, I'm my, so my son has one, an old 80 or well, yeah, Her and I 90. just bought an SXR 800. We found in Havasu. So we, t- we take our KRX. We've got a supercharger we're putting on our KX. Oh, my so gosh. As if it's not already fast enough, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so we got a supercharger we're putting on it. And so I go to drop it off in Havasu um, because there's one place up there that's done the installs before. Okay. So they're like, take it there. You know, Craftworks did. And um, so take it up to River Rat in Havasu and uh, walk in and I'm talking to the parts guy and this and that and you know and I was like yeah Britt and I are looking to buy an SXR 800 he goes oh have you seen the one we got up the showroom I'm like no and he's like it's on consignment he's like it's like brand new so I go up there I'm like oh "Oh, dude and so I'm literally texting her because we're not together at the time and I'm like texting her and she's like yep we need to bring that home literally I was like he goes this is on the showroom floor wow and do we and I and I was like I just need to know if we're doing it from the business <laughs> or, if, or if we're splitting it. Let yeah. me know if I'm sending you cash right now or <laughs> yeah. if we're just or moving our stuff around. How are, we, how are we running? And this? he goes, I don't know. You tell me. Cause like I've, I do all the accounting and the yeah. books and stuff. And so I'm like, well, if we do it this way and this way and like we're in between on race cars and stuff, I'm like, 
We can make it work. We, we could use an asset this year. I'm like, yeah, yeah. if you're okay with it, I'm okay yeah. with it. <laughs> you're like, yes. <laughs> so he literally put a deposit down right there, there on the yeah. spot. Went to the bank, transferred some money, and next day I go and pick it up. And we, I was just like, oh, but no. And it this was is the next two days on the river, going up and down, just playing. Oh, we got Jet Ski World Finals this week, so yeah. it's yeah, already fine. needed, you know? Yep. And we got we need something else to go with our super chicken. So. Dude, World Finals are already this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah we just got a super chicken, too, one of the old side-by-side two-seaters. So we're doing a whole, like, rest on that and it's sick. Like <laughs> the problem is is we support each other's habits. Yeah. Yes. So we're literally sitting there at the Rally on the Rocks and they've got the reservoir there yeah. and there's the super chicken that goes by on a trailer and he and I both look we at each other one. and we're like that's our next project. We need one okay. now. But and so within things? a week, we had one. Now, is it one of those things where the idea of it is more fun than the actual the reality of riding on it and having it? Well, here's no, the idea, though, and here's why. It's it, No, it's not made to be ha- fun. That's why it's like one of the most bastard skis that have ever <laughs> existed. But that's why I like it, because we all know everybody that has these big baller boats. Yeah. You know, some say like Gibson on the side or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those guys. <laughs> we go to the channel, and the last time we went and met our friends at the channel... We spent five laps circling Ginger the Lenny island. Didn't realize it was but we're you were on it? No, no we, we were on the pontoon. Oh, we were okay. trying to park, and it was so busy, and it was so, a pain, and it's just the two of us. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, we need the super chicken just so when we go to the channel, yep. we can just – all we need is an ice chest rack on the back. And it's transportation. You want. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, and we could just wedge between our – so they can have the baller the boat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and we got the super boat. chicken. It's great. <laughs> so have you seen Mark Gomez's super yeah. chicken? Yes. We built it so sick. Well, yes. that's – we're not going that far deep. We yeah. actually just uh, – we did a jet ski ride with Kawasaki with uh, the Gomez. They oh, want yeah. to do like a couple's ride, whatever thing. But yeah. we went out and got to know them. They're funny as hell. They're the coolest people. They're rad. But I feel bad for him too because he like he was training so hard for this and he just blew his knee out and I'm like Poor dude. He's been having knees problems for a long time, yeah. and it finally got really bad. But, but they were telling us how deep they went on their build, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be 15 grand into a super chicken. Like, <laughs> 15 grand? Yeah, I think they're, it, oh, my God. You can't I mean, bought a super chicken unless you got 15 grand into it. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's what they do. I told him. I was like, I didn't even want motor work. I'm like, I just want to make sure it runs, and yeah. we just stay upriver. Exactly. That way, if it dies, yeah. we can yeah. still get it. I want to make sure it can go upriver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know RJ's got one, too. RJ's got a super yeah. chicken. They've been messing around oh. with out there. We learned who had them because all of a sudden, everybody started coming out of the woodwork. Epic. Let me know when you guys do that. I want to go film it. Yeah, no, so we cool. literally it's planned. Gomez, RJ, us, like, we, they, and they've got That's a bunch rad. of friends that have them. Guthrie's have one. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah so literally, we want to do a, a we need a Gibson one now. We want to do a super <laughs> chicken ride to the sandbar and have a suit. Like Epic. That, yes. You just have all these. She has this thing where it's she's, it's going to be like the scooter club, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the water <laughs> like scooter the club. Yeah. But all I want to do, I'm like, we can do a ride. Everybody else can plan everything. I'm like, I just want to go to a sandbar and put them all out there. Yep. And I want to do the video and just go look at all those chickens. Okay, this could be one of those type two fun moments. For during exactly. the moment, we're like, this sucks. Why do we do this? Yeah. And at the end, you're like, awesome. Oh, yeah, they're Great dogs. Time. They're absolute <laughs> dogs. dogs. They don't ride well. Yeah. Like. But <laughs> or, or the relay we were talking about where we want to do a buoy oh, race epic. because the, the steering wheel slides. Yeah. So what we want to do is just do Driver some, like, relay. Passenger. Yeah, where every lap, every you got to swap it. Yeah, go to, go to Body dope. Beach and literally hold an unofficial yeah. super chicken Honestly, race. Honestly, that But you so just cool. got to slide the steering wheel back and forth every lap. <laughs> fair. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> that would be pretty rad. All right, you've, you've got till next summer to get one, Sean. Oh, like, we, oh we're both getting yeah, it now. Yeah, you and like, get on the hunt. No, 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 you guys need one together. Chance has been trying to get me to get one for a while, too. I'm like, no, bro, we don't need another toy no we need some chicken yeah so they're cheap man you can find them we, we, we were leaving today this morning and <laughs> he said something about what the 210 two what did, what did you say uh what was it the two 210 um gosh what, what you were like there's a point to this it's worth it i promise 
God, I'm trying to even think now because we had so many conversations in the car driving over. But uh, uh, 210. What, what was we it talking about? about the freeway? No, and that's the thing is is he was saying, oh, something about this or whatever. And I'm thinking like a model. Oh, the 210 in the garage. I'm bring, oh, oh I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, goes, I thought you were talking about the freeway. The no, no, freeway. freeway. <laughs> no, I know. And that, so he goes, hey, can you talk to so-and-so about the, the getting the 210? Or fixing the 210. That's what he said. Fixing yeah. the 210. So I go quiet for a minute because I'm like, we've got the jet. We've got the 310 jet ski. We've got a 200 KTM. We've got a 112 oh my God. Kawasaki. We've got a 125, a 250. <laughs> I'm like, we've got two 62s. And mine's a 62 with a 29. And I'm like going through all this stuff. Trying to like, which toy is he talking about? Yeah. And, and he's like, I, I finally I go, huh? Uh. The, the power. In 210 the electrical for uh, welding. I've got, I've got an extra TIG welder. <laughs> He's in, in garage. Yeah. So, I mean, you would think toy yeah, for sure. I was like, I've got an extra TIG welder in Parker, so we're bringing, uh, bringing the extra one up, and we've got a nice. wild garage in Cedar for yeah. it, so I can do projects. <laughs> but he said about the, house, the 210. And yeah. I'm like, wait. Just like, I was it's like, no. big toy. I'm like, what is the super chicken? Like, what number is it? That's <laughs> we have you know you have too many toys. Yep. It's official. She's like, do the crazy cards have two? That's great. Uh, oh, XXR eight hundred. We do have a lot of toys. Like it's <laughs> that's okay. awesome. So, anything new coming up? Anything uh, you want everybody know? What should we have? What we have to look forward to? Got uh, a couple TV projects for next year that uh, can't announce yet, but we've been working with CBS Sports on some stuff. So uh, nice. We'll have some fun TV projects for next year. We've got uh, obviously our KRX four build. It's literally a unicorn build. Those things are so new you can't. They're hard to buy, yeah, and when you yeah. can buy them, the parts are scarce. So her and I are going to roll one out that's long travel, supercharged. Sick. Like it's it's complete Unreal. build, and it's going to be one of one in the world for at least a few months. Wow! So right. Like, months. <laughs> like yeah. literally, Until it's, it's we'll all it. basically pre pre production or yeah. prototype yeah. to make it a full build because wow. there's no other way to do it right now. So wow. we've been working with all our brand partners forever. So even working with Sean, like we're yeah. tra- talking about getting the two seater up there yeah. uh-huh. to get Gibson to to do an exhaust yeah. for because the two and the four seat at least it's the exact same. They should exhaust. be the same. Yeah. So, same, yeah. So you know it's like That's that, awesome. but it's like we're working on getting all these things done. You know, and it's yep. like everybody wants to do it for the KRX. They just haven't had a chance yet. And it's like yet. getting one, locating it. So, yeah. That's exciting. Um, so we've got that build. We're excited. We just got our Bronco done. We got the Sick. Super Chicken build. Super um, chicken. We're we're bringing the uh, the old Bronco out of retirement. Yeah, we're gonna start racing the the vintage Bronco. Nice. No way. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. What class? Uh, in the vintage class. Cool. Yeah. That's an awesome. Unlimited. You know. Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Sad thing is, certain races we get in our trophy truck and we probably get on the podium. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and take this old '67 Bronco. As, yes. A seventy. No, a seventy-three. But yeah, yeah. just. I mean, so I, I think dope. the fastest we can go in the San Felipe Whoops was like. 17 miles an hour last 17 year. nice <laughs> and it's like don't know. yeah <laughs> we called it the dongo because a jackass kicks the dongo Hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. i mean that's so. those sample the whoops are no joke though, so, so. it's it, we're pretty lucky like in a lot of our partners it's like a lot of our stuff has shifted like next year utv we we need to build a new desert car uh yeah. one we've got right now which you know we won one and took a ton of podiums last year got second in the championship it's for sale and we'll we'll sell it here in the next month or so but we're going to take a little bit of time off. It's almost 150 grand to build a proper UTV now. Insane. So it's wow. like I don't so want to make a $150,000 investment with the rules all up in the air. Because right now, every, every sanctioning body has a different rule set. Yeah. So stuff's legal for one sanctioning body that's not. Well, Nobody knows what to do with the pro R. So yeah. it's like, we yeah, need where to build, are those gonna be we need to build a new desert car, but we're going to take a few months off like and let next year. Well, kind of, cool. 
with our own yeah. vehicle. Yes. We're not taking a few months off of racing. We no. just don't know what we're racing yeah. so yet. So we got and some opportunities cool. for some arrive and drive Always stuff and, and stuff like exciting. So what do you think about the Pro R? Do you think it should be technically a class one since it's now rated as a buggy and it's kind of that, that same whole deal area? Like Ramus is weird. I, dude. Dude, that deal, that actually, I have no problem with the Pro R. Like Polaris did it. They raised the game. Like yeah. good for them. Like uh-huh. I have no problem with the Pro R yeah. at all. I, you know, I think they need to figure out what class it's going to race in. Yeah. I think a ten, a ten but, would probably make sense. Yeah, class but, ten. But I think the deal at Glamis is stupid. Like everybody should wear a helmet, helmet at Glamis, Dude, regardless of what you're in. I don't care. Like to me, yeah. that's just yeah. Okay, but this is what I go back to. This is where like everybody needs to remember. Like there's other things outside of Southern California. It cracks me up because there's been this loophole in this debate. There's what 48 other states you can drive a UTV without a helmet. I know. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares, but it's like this this specific instance because there's a loophole there. And like we were talking about, are you really first off safety? Yeah. But second off, like, are you really gonna go get pulled over because the Rangers don't know? They just know it's no, a UTV. No, because you're gonna like, have a big pro R sticker, but, but, the pro R yeah. flag, the rules, and the, the helmet with the X through it, like Helmet's on the side. Gonna be really uh, pushing <laughs> yeah. it. I yeah. know, it's, it's interesting. We'll see what happens this year. It's coming up quick, too. So, And I guess it's weird because, you know, Arizona and Utah and stuff like that, where we do a lot of our riding, it's like, you know, no helmet laws or whatever. You yeah. Know? So it's like, you know, we got full cage, all the harnesses. And and, and I guess I, I wear my helmet depending on what we're doing. If we're just going to go yeah. on a light ride or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I get that. You know, we've got a windshield in our stuff. And it's yeah. like, so, you know, buckle up. But it's like, you know, I, I don't wear a helmet. But it's like if I'm doing something where I'm going. It's a little sketchy. Yeah, sketchy, or yeah. it's going to be you know heavy duty this yeah, or that, ride, or it's, you know, it's yeah. immediately like all right, how many's going? Yeah. But, but, but when but we're putting putting around the the camp at like KOH though, it's yeah. frustrating to have well, to go from here to here. Yeah, yeah I so I mean, we're going to drive from one 100%. campsite to the other campsite, and you got to put a helmet on. It's, it's got to the point where her and I don't even take the UTV to Glamour or to KOH. We'd rather take the Bronco or the Raptor. Yeah, because you don't have to wear the helmet on it. Well, and it's important though if you're wearing the helmets that you need to wear a neck device of some sort, some sort of restraint because I mean you hit a hard hit. I mean. You're gonna jack your neck up permanently from a small hit. It might save you in a gnarly, you know, when the cage is crushing down down on your head. But I always like my son whenever he wears his helmet and his any of his cars are out in the yeah. desert. I go, you put your neck restraint on. Like you have to because that's that shit will jack you up. Yeah. But well, awesome guys. Um, any questions for us or? No, I mean. Well, we have time. That's just part two. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. we'll be here all day, yeah. right? No, that's yeah, legitimate. We'll, we'll get you guys on our our exactly. show for the other. Yeah, that, I think that's where we need to do yeah. is like because we talked about it in our group text. I'm stoked yep. we're on this show. We got to get you guys on ours yes. too. Just like because we've got a ton of questions. Like That'd be right. I mean, opened up and I wanted to know how the how how. This actually yeah. happens. So we learned that. But we were in like, a bar. He bought me a drink, and I almost thought he was cute. I mean, between, like, All right. <laughs> between your career and you know his career and Gibson, I'm like, yeah. we've got a ton to talk about. Oh, so dude, it's like, so much more, man. It's oh, like, nonstop. So, yeah, we still learn something new about each other every day. Yeah, <laughs> every podcast, like, oh, really? You did yeah. that? Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had like, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh, are cool. Yeah, <laughs> man, man, man. Well, <laughs> well, this has been fun, man. Had a yeah. good time. Are we going to see you at SEMA? Uh, we will definitely be at SEMA. We don't know how long. I mean, you're obviously, you, I think we're talking about literally going for Off-Road Hall of Fame, staying the first day, going back to Cedar for a few days, and then coming back for the Huevos reunion. Rad. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have been, like, watching what they've got going. I have. Oh. Reunion. Oh. Uh, so, Huevos, the video series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Wes Miller, he's bringing everybody back together. So they've got wow. a they've got a ten thousand dollar event they're doing on Friday night. 
for quads. When was the last time ten grand was put up for quads for anything? Aye. So they got all these guys coming out of the woodwork, and they're Sick. building a hybrid race freestyle track where it's got like these massive hits in Vegas. Yeah, well, it's out in Prim. Cool. So it's Friday night. Uh, I think tickets are for sale now, but we're gonna go out for that. And then they've got Saturday night on Fremont. Uh, they've got Nonpoint. They've got um, some awesome bands. Nice. And they're having like a full reunion party That's with rad. all the old quad guys and the original like yeah. FMX like. It's going to be rad. I really so hope they're airing all the DVDs or all the movies. Yeah, so he's literally oh, – they're God, working on a behind-the-scenes. Well, because Works, Works is doing that. They're throwing an event, I think, at Prim yes. that, that so, same weekend, right? Yeah, so Wes's event is piggybacking that. So they're cool, using huh? Works to help do the track build. <clears throat> nice. so but it's going to be a little bit different. They literally – it's like we can't have a Webos thing and not have big, huge They had that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so they're doing – it's going to be they, – they've got the Webos track and then they've got the Works track. Yeah. That's awesome, so, man. But, yeah, that's going to be Friday night and then – Saturday, they're doing the whole reunion on Fremont, and I don't know. I think they're going to air videos. they got concerts. And, Rad. But they are working on, like, a, a behind-the-scenes. They've got all this footage, and part of the reason for this reunion, Wes was telling us, we had lunch with them, was uh, they wanted to be able to interview all the OGs and nice. sit them down for interviews. So they're literally going to launch, like, a final Webos, like, a behind-the-scenes, the whole video series. Wow. Like, so they're working on that project. So Like a closure. Yeah, yeah, like closing a, it out. Well, it's like how they do the 4.5 4. or 3.5 yeah. or whatever, and they go back, and they're like, okay, this so this scene, but like, here's That's all the stuff dope. nobody didn't know or how yeah, it's been see. since or yeah. whatever. So it's going to be so cool. What a rad deal. So we're, we're definitely going to go out for that. I'm like, that just seems like a hell of fun. It was time. So Look, like, I literally just got, got, I got, got goosebumps talking yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it's funny though. Cause like we all grew up and I was like, I laugh. Cause like when, uh, you know, when Krusty's Terra Firma, you know, there, there was all those, those videos, you know, Webos and what are they talking about? 50, 50 nuts. But nuts, it was like, yeah. oh when that God. stuff came out, like so you could only get them in dirt bike shops and yeah. things like that. So it was literally, everybody was like, going to the dirt bike shop and we'd yep. all have videos like all right you buy terra firma you buy crusties and we'll swap. absolutely yeah, yeah. well we, we talked about this a couple times on the podcast like i had that video stack i the, you know how they put the dvds in the little trays yeah. you know i had the coolest tray of every dvd like relish and 50 nuts and dude just everything i was like it was the coolest thing i was like uh, yeah. i look forward to that my son like every time when he was born i mean you know from the time to his age now he's 16 everything in the car when we were driving, going to the river or anything was just one of those videos. It, whether it would be Wavos, Krusty, yeah. anything, probably the ones without, you know, the boobies well, and that, stuff. That and that would, but, yeah. like well, or racing. and the boobies because, I mean, yeah. my dad didn't care. So yeah, I, I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was literally me too. I laughed because I still have all those DVDs. So sick though. And it cracks me up because, like, I found them the other day when I was moving stuff around and I'm going through it. And I'm like, these are the most epic things. But they it would were. be funny when I was getting older and, like, I'd go to, oh, we need to watch a DVD. And I'd go through it. I'm like, nobody's going to – I like all this stuff, but, like, yeah. we'd have friends over hanging out. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't put any of these. No. <laughs> and it was the only way you could enjoy it yeah. by not actually being there. Yeah. yeah. It. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. There was no other so way. It always no bring you back to being there. That's why uh, I always get that feeling again. Well, I, was, I interviewed uh, three or four years ago Seth Enslow. I had no him way. That's, That's so rad. rad. He's still around. He yeah. does, does a bunch of tattooing and stuff like rad. that. And so I still need to go and get a tattoo from Seth just for the novelty of just it. Just to do it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I was talking to him, and, like, he still – he rides a little bit. He's more like Harleys and stuff like that cool. now. But he still, once a year over the summer, he'll go to Australia because, like, 
Australia's its own little it's bubble. Its own world, uh-huh. But he's still like a massive celebrity down I here. I believe it. Like people like us remember Seth and it's like, oh, cool. You know, but he yeah, walks but he in somewhere. So if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. yeah. In Australia, yeah. he is still literally like Hollywood celebrity type Rad. guy. And so he goes to Australia once a month and does literally a month full of appearances. And he goes, I make so much money still in Australia signing Krusty's copies and stuff so like that. Sick. He goes, literally, he, he goes, it, it affords my mortgage for the entire year. Oh, so God. it's just Rad. crazy. So like, yeah, Enzo's still around and stuff like that. But I think guys like that. That's a name you like. Everybody remembers. Nobody thinks about now. But you mentioned Seth Enzo. Everybody's like, that guy was crazy. Was, yeah, he was. <laughs> well, he was man. the first. Like, I mean, you know, when he ate his handlebars <laughs> with his face, dude. After doing the big so jump big. in the dunes, cool. like wow. that's a guy. Like he, if you guys ever get a chance to interview him on this show, like he, he's an amazing interview. Like telling yeah. all the old stories we and stuff. Like, dude, wow. Enzo's awesome. That is such a rad deal. <laughs> well, speaking of actually, I did have a question because we've been getting this from everybody now. Give us a behind-the-scenes story, a wild story, something over the past decade or two that nobody's heard yet. Shit. Because we've all been around some shenanigans. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I wish I was like, all right, you guys think spot. about it. <laughs> and we'll you guys think you about it and yeah. have it ready. Yeah, right, right, wow. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I mean, a lot of them you know, are tied around SEMA. There's some wild nights there. Always. Um, all the old parties, everything, you know. Yeah. The hard rock days. <laughs> All right, <laughs> do, well, do, do top that. three then. Think yeah. about your three. I will say we got to have a follow-up. So Britt and I, uh, in June, we've started renting uh, Ginger and Lenny's Airbnb a lot and going yes. and kind of hanging out there. So one night we sat from <laughs> midnight until 2.30 in the morning with Ginger and Lenny. The four of us mic'd up and did a podcast on their deck on a Saturday night in Avacyn. Oh, my God. And we started where we were all pretty tuned up to we were very tuned up at the night. Oh, yeah. But um, I'm like, no, literally round two of that, we need Sean Gibson sitting there with all of us. And like, I might yeah. walk in at the, any moment bad. at that time at Ginger and Lenny's patio and be like, have mics on. I'll be like, I've got to go. No, this, no, is not, this is not the right time to put these things on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few beers got now. me pretty no, loud and wild at the sand at show. Sand show. <laughs> you were wild, wild. Yeah, I did. No, yeah. that was it literally. That's always that, our loosest show every that, year. <laughs> that was funny. That we do that, and it was like, yeah, we'll air this next week. It literally took us six weeks to edit that show. Oh <laughs> like, my beep, god, can I take that beep, out? Beep, yeah. beep, it was beep, well, beep, and beep. Ginger and Lenny are amazing friends of ours. It's yeah. like so. Some of the stuff, it was like, it, it was like, well, even on our end, like, it was just one of those where, like, you want it to be presented in the right way. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just they're like, the most, they're the nicest people you could yes, ever absolutely. meet. Well, and they're the most genuine. They're just rad, yeah. solid people. And uh, they, they like to have fun, too, with everyone around them. And That's dude, cool. They're, they're just badass people, and you don't yeah. want anything to come across like not showing showcasing them as yeah. badass, yeah. genuine people. Well, that's really what we are. were highlighting, right? Because everyone knows them as River Smoke Show. Yeah. And I've known Ginger and Lenny, and I introduced them to Jim because I'm like, no, these people are amazing business philanthropists. Yeah. Like, there's so much more depth, and they just don't go out of their way to like tell just people who they are. Who they are. they yeah. just don't care yeah. one way or another. Yeah. yeah. And so that was actually cool. what most of our our show was. our show was of like here's Damn, what you guys have done are. you know in new orleans and and done this and that and how That's you guys cool. actually met and how long you've been together wow. and stuff like it, it yeah. was just there, yeah towards the end it got to be a little bit of yeah. shenanigans and that's when we started trimming We're like yeah none we'll of this ever in, needs yeah. to really hit the yeah, air yeah, but sure. <laughs> like the fun fact or the one of the funniest moments was like realizing that lenny's Lenny's old companies, he had a tech company that he sold, designed and um, programmed the programs that run our CNC benders wow. at our <laughs> shop. Really? Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm full like, circle. That's like, full circle. Damn, Lenny, yeah, that's crazy. That would have been one of those late night stories you picked yeah. up. Like, I had no idea about, too. Ha- no that's idea. Crazy, like, yeah. you're like, hey, what do you do? 
Oh, I do this, that. Oh, and it just, yeah. yeah I found out how they all. met, like, on that, because I, I'd, yeah. I'd known him forever. Yeah. I mean, but I'm like, so how like did you guys actually meet? Yeah. 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 What a crazy deal. <laughs> yeah. What a crazy deal. Well, well right been on. fun, man. Thank you guys for coming on. All right. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you guys. Uh, awesome. Have a safe trip home. Yeah. Enjoy uh, any time you can find in the future to relax. <laughs> Enjoy Hollywood. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> Hollywood. What is time and what is relaxing? Yeah, we don't know either of those. Can't That's quite right. figure it out yet. We do it to ourselves, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is fine. probably relaxing for us, right? All this is legitimate. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you're not on the heat. You're not on uh-huh. the sun. It's nice and chilling. This we all had a shower last night. Yeah. Maybe all. Not all. I don't know. Maybe Sean. Um, guys, don't forget to follow them. Um, I'll put all their handles down below in the description. So um, it's been fun. Thanks, you guys. All right. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you guys. guys. Woo! Whoa! Who knew I would make it this far? They hated they never believed me. Yeah, I would never drop the ball. I know I make it look easy. Yeah, Mayweather with the defense. I don't care what a critic got to say. I got them picking up the pieces. Yeah.